Well, good evening. Happy Wednesday night. It's time for The Last Take. My name is Jonathan Turner. Join my good friend here, Mr. Austin Goodman. Tonight, we're talking the greatest sports movies of all time. Are you ready, Mr. Goodman? I am beyond ready, and I hope that you, the audience, are ready. We have some engaging questions, some engaging conversation, all right here on The Last Take. So today is Wednesday, and that means it's time for the last take. And tonight we've got a good one here. Another feel-good, you know, relaxing, nothing really, you know, uh, uh, what I would say here, controversial on tonight's show, which means we might have not have as many viewers as maybe we normally would have, but that's okay. Tonight we're talking the greatest sports movies of all time. Right now we have a poll on our YouTube channel. We've given you four options for the greatest sports movies of all time. I gave these four based off of what, uh, you know, uh, what we've seen from, you know, all these different uh, things throughout the day and throughout the, our research. But uh, take a look um, and uh, I'm just going to oops, go live. Sorry, I just want to make sure we have this here. So, uh, Mr. Goodman, man, welcome. It's Wednesday night, man. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm happy that we're live on Instagram. Hello, hello. You get to see the bottom half of my microphone because I'm charging my phone as well. Uh, we have a whole bunch of different things uh, that set up here on the Open Road Network. We're, we're live on every possible page on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, you name it. We're coming at you. And uh, we're going to be talking the greatest sports movie of all time. Now, this is going to be different for everyone. What made you feel good when you were younger is really what it is, right? Or what made you feel good yeah, 10 days ago? It, it, it's what really, it, it really is about what makes you feel good about, is it a real story about, is it, you know, do you want a comedy in your top five, you know, greatest movies of all time, greatest sports movies of all time? Um, You know, what, what movies transcended the game if you will each respective game um and i'm happy that we're that we're here talking about it um yeah no and, and i i agree with you you know i think the thing for me when i when i think about movies sports movies one is um first of all i like a good movie uh and i think it's important that we do on some level kind of talk about uh you know what what we think are the the qualifications or the you know things that make a movie great, right? Um, I think a story, a good story, is important, right? Mm -hmm. A feel good story. Right. Um. So if you think about movies that you, we watched as children and even as adults, we still enjoy. Like look at Home Alone, great story, 
right? And it's it's fun. It's far fetched, but it's a good story, right? That's why we 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 fall to it every single Christmas, and even if it's not Christmas, we still fall to it, right? We want to watch that movie, Die Hard. Good story. We continue to watch it. It transcends time. We we I don't care who you are. Chances are you've watched Die Hard. You still when it comes on, you watch it again, right? Um, another movie like that would probably be. Um, you know, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or The Breakfast Club, right? Just good stories. Ooh, Maybe not always feel good, but they just they just make you feel <laughs> they make a you certain feel way. Good. Well, yeah. So, so, so for me, when I was looking at this, these lists of movies, and I had to really think long and hard about the kind of movies that I grew up watching on for sports, the movies I watched now as an adult, and the things that really get me excited when I watch a sport movie. And I, you know, I, and, and I, I can't think of a sports movie that I have on my top 10 list that I wouldn't watch anytime it was on. You start down the line, it starts to kind of, you know, isn't quite dwindle a little bit. It does. Like, so, so again, I just, and thinking about the movies, I, I, I put the things, the movies into the following four categories. That's what I did for me. So for me, in order for them to be in my top 10, I had they had to have one or a couple of these four uh, credentials or qual you know qualities. One is it a true story? Okay, is it a true story or is it based on a true story? Two, is it realistic? Meaning, is the actual movie itself could it happen in real life? Third, is it inspirational? And fourth, does it transcend time? Like, does it matter? Does it matter if you're two? Are you watching it tomorrow or you're watching it 40 years from now? That movie still has an impact. Mm -hmm. and, and it has an impact I, on you. It has an impact on the people that you're watching it with. Well, yeah. So those four things, those four characteristics had to be involved in, in these, in, in my choices in the top 10. Okay. I, I felt like, and again, I think of sports movies and we'll go through some lists here in a second. I, I can't not, when dodgeball is on, I watch dodgeball. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever turned dodgeball off. I've never turned off to uh, Talladega Nights. Okay, see, see Talladega. I, I've never turned that great movie, right? Great movie, but does it? If you ain't first, you're last. Does it deserve to be in the conversation of the greatest sports movies of all time? Nah, you know what I mean. It like, doesn't. But again, could it? Based on some of these lists, it's for sure, the conversation of the top 50 sport movies of all time. If Talladega Nights made you feel some type of way about racing, about NASCAR, which I, I highly doubt that you went after watching uh, Talladega Nights and you immediately got into a race car or that you signed up for for uh, driving, you know, uh, race car driving lessons. I highly, highly doubt that. There are more people that watched uh, Miracle, for example, and went out and wanted to play hockey or wanted to play a team sport with, with people that they care about. Right. Yeah. At least in my opinion, uh, a movie like uh, the goon. Don't get me wrong. I love a good hockey movie. Okay. But I, I don't think that belongs in your top 30 of all time. There are too many movies out there to put in the top 30 that I just don't believe that that belongs. I just don't dodgeball. We were talking about this before we got on air. Do you think dodgeball belongs in the top 30 of sports movies of all time? No, 
it's a great it's it's a it's a good comedy movie, right? It, would you turn it off if it turned on? No, I said it's one of the movies I would not turn off. Exactly, I would not turn off. But so does it deserve to have? The, because again, I'm thinking about when I think of a sports movie. I, I, as an athlete, I'm thinking about like we were talking about Cool Runnings here a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Cool Runnings is based on a true story, right? Cool Runnings is inspirational. It's, uh, I mean, it's gritty, um, it's realistic, it's funny, it's dramatic. It has all of the things that you'd want in a movie. It was made by Disney, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty sure, yeah. And, but it has that that kind of childish you know, kind of, you know, um, I don't know, like aura about it. Right. So it, 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 to me, it doesn't fit the criteria to meet, even though it has all those things, I feel like it still misses something to keep in that top 10. You know what I mean? Um, to, cause it, it's a good movie, but is it great? You know, uh, and you know, it's an, so that's, that's this conversation that we're having. And it's, it's crazy because I bet you, if I were to ask 10 people to write down their top 10 favorite movies of all times, when it comes to sports, I mean, no one's going to be the same. That's not even close. We had somebody post on our on our Instagram live here. Uh, they go, Hoosiers, debate is over. Just kidding. <laughs> Retro guy. I love it, man. I love and and hey, that that's I, I'll I'll give you this much. It is a very good movie. Um, it is loosely based on a high school based out of Milan, India, Milan, Indiana, a Milan, Indiana, loosely based on Milan, Indiana. Um, so uh, again, great movie, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it, but how about the road to glory? That's another it, basketball movie. Anybody watching on Instagram live. Can you just confirm that you can hear me on Instagram live? Yeah. yeah you can hear me. Sure. I'm sure. So, oh uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, we, we can always hear you, Jonathan. I just want to confirm with the viewers out there that I can be heard. Um, <laughs> guy, okay. See, can you hear me on Instagram live or is my audio not working on Instagram live? We'll to find out. Yeah, we are about to find out. Well, if you're just joining us here today, we are live right now on Facebook. We got you. Twitch Perfect. and Twitter. Uh, we are live uh, streaming on Instagram. Uh, so please, if you want to join us over here on YouTube, get a part of this conversation. What is your greatest movie of all time? We've already heard from Retro Guy. He says Hoosiers. Hoosiers, no debate. It is 100% the Hoosiers. Um, uh, they are a, that that is a great movie. It's a conversation. I'll tell you my top 10 here in my, in the last take. I think that that's something that we should get into. Uh, I'm sure Austin will tell us his top 10 as well. Um, but I want to do is get into my top 20. We're diving right in. I want to dive into the top 20. So for me, when I, again, when I, when I did this, the criteria was the following. Was it based on a true story? Is it realistic? Is it inspirational? And does it transcend time? Now, these, and again, I think it's, we, we need to premise this. Good, great, shitty. Right? Yeah. You know, so there could be, there's a lot of sports movies out there. And Goon, to me, is one of those movies where I feel like Goon missed the missed the, the show. They, didn't, they did not hit their points. That movie could have been great. It's not even close to being good as far as I'm concerned. So let me ask you like this. A, a movie like Hardball. Huh? Does hardball is that even in a question here? Um, good movie. The problem is Keanu Reeves was in that movie. <laughs> so you know, I don't you know I can't it, wait till they make a documentary about Ryan Rock, Tannehill. If the rock uh, in that movie, I would have believed it more. Jonathan Turner and <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, the greatest of friends. <laughs> it's retro guy. Let, let me explain to you. 
Mighty Ducks is absolutely on the list. There's no question about it in my eyes. Mighty Ducks for me is number 20 on my list. Number 20. That's and a fall, brother. That's is, a fall. The reason why it's so the reason why for me the Mighty Ducks is number 20 on the greatest movies of all times when it comes to sports is because it's it's one of those, it's a feel-good movie. It does transcend time. It's a kid movie. You know, like Space Jams. Space Jam was number 19 for me. Good movie. But it just I I can't have it in the same conversation as Rudy and Hoosiers. Yeah, I just yeah. Can't, can't do it. Yeah. And I, I completely understand. I mean, can you include a movie like The Longest Yard in your top 20? How do you feel about that? It depends. Yeah, I knew that that one, that one's going to mess with your head a little bit. The first one or the second one? Because the, the first one, one the first yeah, one, you can't even include the first one. So the, um, so the second one, um, it's not, it's not in my top 20. Okay. It's not. Um, and it's not, it's not because it was, are you a, talking about the original version or the Adam Sandler version? Was that your question to me? Not, they're not, either of them are my top 20. Okay. There are so many movies. Dude, there are so many movies. This is not an easy thing to pick. Okay, no, not at all. So number that's twenty. Why, that's why we t- talk about it on the last take here, the, man. The Mighty Ducks are number. I, I, so just so you know, I'm going to take a picture of how I like set up my whole thing here. Uh, so Tabby put a pop socket on the back of my phone, like okay. way back when. But my fingers are just too fat to be able to work with it. <laughs> so I just propped it on that corner of the computer here. It's genius. I got, I, I'm going to take a picture on my iPad so I can show you later. Retro Just, guy says the only the, the that's so tough. The longest yard may be the only movie with the real athletes in it, and that's very well possible. And again, well, I I, I believe in remember the Titans. They use real athletes for the tackling. Uh, for football, I believe also in any given Sunday they obviously re- use real athletes. I just don't know how real you consider an athlete <laughs> when you're talking about acting. Um, but I want to get into my number eighteen. Number 18, Jerry Maguire, right? So number 18 on my list is Jerry Maguire. Um, It's a side of the sports movie that we had not seen before, right? You know, we, we, we had not really seen this sports agent fighting hard for his, you know, for his players, right? you, You didn't really see that. I hate Tom Cruise, so there's that. Oh, I I mean that. I mean, I I I hate him too. But um, hey, Tom Cruise, you want to be on the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Fair enough. But I, again, Jerry Maguire makes it into my top eighteen. All right, I, I now go to seventeen and Tin Cup. Okay, Tin Cup. Tin Cup is uh, number seventeen on my list. Uh it was. One of the most frustrating ends of a movie I've ever watched in the history of movies, as you're watching Kevin Costner just keep hitting, asking for another ball. You know the whole ball, ball again. Yep. <laughs> um, just super, super frustrating how that movie ended. And then you know how he he sinks one in from 200 plus, you know, 200 yards away, and and you know it's like awesome. Um, but a great movie, uh, great message, great golf movie. Um, there's other golf movies that are good too, but that one just to me, again, I, whenever it's on, I want to watch it. Oh man. Number Continue six, on. Go ahead. Seabiscuit. 
Seabiscuit, number 16. That one great movie. Good movie. It's it's great, but it didn't it didn't have enough for me to get into the top 10. Rocky. Now, there are like 27 Rockies, right? So we know that there's like, you know, there's a lot of Rockies. I think you could probably put Rocky, you know, uh all the Rockies, Creed, all of them maybe at that, you know, just put them in there, but Rocky comes at number 15 for me. How many Kevin Costner movies are in the top 20? <laughs> That's a good question. One, well, one. That's two. a better question for Jonathan. I so let me I'll shoot all, the entire audience straight with on all of our different platforms here, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I my top 10 is going to be completely different from Jonathan's top 10. All right. There, there's a little bit of an age gap there. Um, he's younger than I am. So, you know, there's, there's that. I'm younger than you. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Is what really what I was trying to do there. But, um, you know, I, thanks for just, you know, batting that down. Um, <laughs> you could have been younger than me for the, for the evening. Nobody would have known. Uh, yeah. Well, they could have looked at the facial hair and been like, well, one's still brown. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And connection <laughs> facial hair. So what was that? And, and can actually get facial hair. Oh, <laughs> dude, my facial hair is so much stronger than your facial hair. Let, let, let's start up a poll on YouTube. Who has better facial hair, Jonathan dude, or Austin? I was trying to say I can't get facial hair. If you're saying that I'm debating you on whether or not I have facial hair compared to yours, you are you are clearly not listening because I do not ha I have stubble. It's not even close. Um, how frequently are you shaving over there, guy? Uh, once every 26 days, something like that. Man, I have no idea. I mean, probably a couple times a week. <laughs> what, are, what it's like to be young, I know, right? When like to be young. Um, so coming at number 14 for me, because we're gonna do my top, my top 20. My, my what was number 15? 15 was Rocky. Okay, coming in at number 14 is Blue Chips with Nick Nolte, Shaquille O'Neal. Right. What? Yeah, blue chips. Yeah. You live you live on a different planet than me, I guess. Well, this is top twenty. This isn't top ten. Okay. So, you know, well, well now we're getting top fifteen. Your fourteen is blue chips. Fourteen is blue chips. Number thirteen is Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Another okay. Kevin Costner. All right, another Kevin Costner movie. Um, number twelve, Robert Redford, the natural. Great baseball movie. Never forget that ball hitting the lights and exploding everywhere. Great movie that was. Ever watched it? Me? Are you asking me or the audience? Yeah, I'm or both. You. I'm asking you. No, I've never seen it. Wow. And I do want to ask a question of the audience. We were asking about this before. Who has seen 1994 Hoop Dreams? Who's oh, we've seen it? Who's seen that? For some reason, a lot of people are giving are giving credit to this movie, which I have never seen. Um, you're saying that's way too low. Come on, man. Are you saying that blue chip should not be that high? He's saying too low. So he's saying it should be higher. Like it should be like the top 50 or whatever. He's saying that's what I'm assuming. I think he's saying too low. Um, like too Bull low Durham. as in like, it should be in your top 10. Bull Durham should be in my top 10 is what he's saying. Retro guy has seen hoop dreams. So where would you rank it? Retro yeah. guy, you, you're just on with us here. He is. I, I, I love that. Natural is low. The natural is low. Mm. So, so he's actually saying it should be like not in the top twenty, or is he saying it should be in the top ten? 
he's saying that it's too low as in like it should be in your top 10. Okay. I'm going to make sure. You know, you never know. That, always- that, that's what I'm picking up. Okay, fair enough. And then coming at number 11, and this one I, I struggle with because I like this movie. And I don't, wherever I've looked, I have not seen it, and even in the top 30 or 40, but I believe the story, I believe that the, you know, the way that it's done, um, just the, everything about it to me is inspirational. The Cinderella Man, starring Russell Crowe. That comes in at number 11. Okay. Right now, there's a movie called The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg that did really well. Um, there's a lot of boxing movies. There's The Warrior, which is UFC. Creed, uh, you already brought that up. Creed, Rocky. Uh, but I just, this one to me, it's about a guy who's down and out. He has no money. He breaks his arm. You know, he, he that because he breaks his arm, he's able to get it stronger. It's almost kind of like Rookie of the Year, but, you know. Um, and and he comes out in a much stronger fighter um, and wins the the world, you know, what the wins the, the heavyweight championship of the world. Rookie of the year. What a great movie. He goes, I cry in Cinderella, man. Every time I see it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a great my, movie. Yeah. My top two made me ball my eyes out. So it's when, true. when we get there and there's honorable mentions that I didn't even, you know, there's a ton. I mean, good guys, there's so many movies to pick from. And I don't think anyone is wrong for picking these. Like, I, I don't think, you know, we all have our reasons as to why it is. Like, for example, your top three, we talked about, you said you, you cry when you watch these movies. Um, I don't necessarily cry in those movies. They're really good, mm-hmm. but they just didn't happen to be, you know, in my top 10. All right. And that's completely fine. So I want to jump into, so I didn't do a top 20. I did a top 15 for the okay. audience. Um, I have a couple honorable mentions. My honorable mention is rookie of the year. Um, it sits at number 16 for me. Good okay. Movie. I don't know if that bothers anyone. If it bothers anybody, that's completely fine. Um, you know, I, I love rookie of the year. I think it's a phenomenal movie. My top 15 um, is really based on how it impacted me. Um, how it impacted the people around me, you know, how we grew up. Um, number 15 for me is a league of their own. Um, I, and that is definitely worthy of a top 15 slot. Um, I love that movie. I was in the play, you know, I was, I was the coach in the play. Yeah. So how about that? Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I used to, used to do a whole lot of acting. So, um, number 14 is Hoosiers. Uh, purely based on the story for me um it's that that's real life right there real life comes and smacks you in the face um number 13 i got rocky um so you know i we're similar here on our on our latter half of our of our top uh 10s and 15s and 20s and all that fun stuff uh number 12 is rudy and I mean, it's Rudy. It's a great movie. For me, it's just not in the top 10. And I appreciate the fact that it's in a lot of other people's top five, top threes, whatever the case. Just for me, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, and that's what it is. My honorable mention slash number 11 on my overall list. Ooh, retro guy, Angels in the Outfield, honorable mention. Wow. They actually made two of those, didn't they? Yeah, the second one was awful, but yes, Angel in the Outfield is absolutely a, a top top thirty. I would say top thirty, right, Jonathan? Mighty Ducksy. That's another rookie of the year. Nah, man, it's not. Don't call it Mighty Ducksy. Mighty Ducks transcended. Mo- no, saying Austin, how do you the greatest movies of all time? 
greatest. Every time the it Mighty is Ducks is on. The Angels in the outfield deserves to be in the conversation. I love your retro guy. Fuck but that, man. <laughs> Fuck that. Ain't no. The Mighty Ducks are some of the best movies ever. I'm not doubting you on that. But so it should be top five. Movies of all time. It's one of the greatest sports movies of all time. No. Yes, you're crazy. <laughs> no. You're tripping, man. I mean, okay. It's in the top 20. <laughs> what was that? It's in the top 20. I I already it's, have my it's up. way higher than that no, for me. It wasn't even in the con. I'm not even no. When the kid comes out of the dugout and flaps his arms at the end, come on. Yeah, and they all just start flapping their wings. <laughs> like they that. all start flapping their wings. <laughs> like this. Oh, <laughs> dude, it's ridiculous. So my uh, an honorable mention of my top 10, because it could be in there. I don't know if a lot of people know this movie. It's called Tommy's Honor. You ever heard of that movie? I heard it, no. It, if you've never seen Tommy's Honor, it is freaking awesome. It's a golf movie. It talks about where golf really all started. It is awesome. Uh, it's about 2017. Yes, it's phenomenal. Okay, gonna have to watch it. Uh, Available on YouTube, six dollars. Wait, YouTube owes us six dollars. You said I could buy. I could watch it on YouTube for three dollars and ninety nine cents. Um. Hold on a second. I got better options for you. We'll talk about my better options that I have for you. Love that movie. Thank you, Retro Guy. I appreciate it. Tommy's Honor. Great movie. Not Tommy Hilfiger. Um, stupid. 2016 uh, drama romance. Two hours. 74% like the movie. 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not too bad. No, that's not at all. 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. They're like original Tiger Woods. It's true. It, it's about it's about uh, Tommy Morris and uh, basically where go- golf started, how it all started. Okay. Um, it's it's awesome, great movie. So that's that. So I, I think it's important this time we talk about how many terrible movies are somehow making it onto this list. And I wouldn't say maybe terrible is the wrong word to use. Do you believe that? Love and basketball needs to be in the conversation for movies, greatest sports movies of all time. No, no, I don't. There's this movie with Ben Affleck that was made back in 2020. It's about an alcoholic basketball coach. Um, and somehow it has made its way into the top 48, top 50 of some of these lists. It's called The Way Back. I mean, it's this is a basketball coach who's got demons in his closet, like a lot of people do. But he, if you're gonna, the natural came in on this list, 49th. That means that the way back with Ben Affleck is considered a better movie than the natural, according to this list. No, there are a lot of lists that we went through. Wrote this was the person that was the actual person in the movie. You know, the portrayed, you know, it wasn't Ben Affleck, but the actual original character, he, you know, who was drinking when they were doing this. It sounds terrible to say that, but I mean, how do you put the natural behind a movie made in 2020 about an alcoholic basketball coach who happens to be drinking in the high school coach's locker room between games? I don't know. You, I don't know how he was trying to get turned up a little bit. All right, John. On this on. List, remember the Titans, the blind side. 
the Mighty Ducks. Um, they're on the list. Aren't even on this list. Aren't even on the list. That's insane. So, and I'm not saying that way back was bad. I'm just saying, are you going to sit here and tell me that the Natural is 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 a worse movie than that? You can't tell me on that. You're telling me that way back is better than Rudy. Um, you're that's what people are telling. They're better than Field of Dreams. You're telling me that way back is better than these. They're not. They better are than Rocky. Conversation. So I just I had to get that out there. Uh, the goon, the goon number forty-four on this list. The goon. Now I know I Tanya. We will let them drink as assistant coaches. Hoosiers, LOL. True. It's true. Yeah, true. Because you're not the head coach. You can drink oh. if you're not the head coach, right? <laughs> if you're an assistant, you could drink. The longest yard came in at forty-one on this list. Really? Yep. Yep. The boxer, which a good movie. This one, Daniel Day-Lewis, that one came in at number 40 on this list. On this list, Major League came in at number 38. What list are you looking at? It's Vulture. It was uh, an article. Uh, that one that we're both like, what the hell are you guys thinking? Yeah, what the hell are you thinking? Um, Major League, uh, 1989, great movie. I thought Major League was really good. Major League 2 and the rest of them sucked. But Major League 1 was great. Iconic. Charlie Sheen coming out there, you know, with his glasses on. Um, when Charlie, you know, great movie. Look, you lost me at Charlie Sheen. No, oh, I, well, I mean, but Rudy on this list is number 35. And that 35. they had the audacity, they had the audacity to put Rudy at 35 and then at 34, Bennett like Beckham. Now, uh, we we talked about this before the show, Bend It Like Beckham. John, is that a, it's a great movie? I mean, I, I, I don't think I didn't enjoy the movie. But I loved better like movie Beckham. that I want to turn on and watch anytime it's on. I don't, it's, it's not something, but the Mighty Ducks is on. I'm not turning that off. If you know the Cinderella man's on, not turning it off. If Die Hard's on, I'm not turning it off. What about the Karate Kid, which comes in at 33 on their list? The Karate Kid, I will turn off. To be honest with you, when I was thinking about these movies, I don't know if Karate Kid clicked in my brain that, that was a sports movie. It did. Here, here's where this these vulture people, they're literal vultures. They put Happy Gilmore at number 30. I don't I, I know how you feel about the comedy and you know not having the plot, this, that, and the I love Happy Gilmore. Any That's hockey true. player, any hockey player loves Happy Gilmore. Okay. It's what it is. It is easily for me, easily in the top 10. Easily. And I know that you disagree. I know that a lot of other viewers are going to disagree. That's fine. But to smack it in the face and put it at number 30 on this list and to put Rudy in at number 35 and then slap in Bend It Like Beckham and uh, the Karate Kid, please, come on. What a joke. Uh, the Bad News Bears, which we have not talked about, came in at number 27 on this list. I think Bad News Bears is definitely a top 30 movie. Uh, I don't for know sure. If, I don't. They're not a top twenty for me, obviously. Uh, but really, yeah. Well, Matt, I didn't. I didn't name them off. So, well, you could be in your top ten. Well, no, they're not in my top ten either. <laughs> so, um, well, good shit, audience. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rush, two thousand thirteen. Uh, Tin Cup came at number twenty four on this list. Caddyshack. I hate this list. 
by the way. I know this list is the worst list I've ever seen in my life because it has Hoop Dreams as number one. I I mean, I've never even heard of Hoop Dreams until today. Uh, and maybe that makes me a bad sports fan. I don't know. Um, Raging Bull came in number two. Rocky at number three. See, how the hell is Rocky number three? Yeah, again, you can we can argue all day long about what great means. So but just to put some validity at that, huh? I have seen Rocky in the top five of yeah. like every list I've looked at. Bull Durham is number four. Right? I don't so, get it. Bull Durham is number four on this list. Now, Bull Durham for me was number 13. Number 13. Where number is the blind side? It's not even on this list. That's remember ridiculous. The, remember the Titans isn't even on this list. Remember, are you serious? Remember the Titans didn't even make it in here. On the vulture list, forty-two didn't. Who make wrote this? I want them on the show. <laughs> Tim 42. Grierson and Will Leitch on March sixteenth of twenty twenty. They wrote this. They published this. They put this together and uh, put it out for the world to see. Uh, yeah. I want you two people to come into my office and talk to me. So you're getting sent to the principal's office, like the the Express, which by the way, good movie, true story. The Express, which we haven't talked about, on another list on Rotten Tomatoes Top 150 Sports, it's 148. It's 148. Rocky 3 comes in at 147. <laughs> Bring it on, it's 145. Bring it on. This is, this is on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Secretariat's at 143. They have the Sandlot at 142. Okay, that's ridiculous. That makes me want to puke. Now, I have a question for you. Have you seen the movie A Quiet Place? Good movie. Have you seen the movie A Quiet Place? I, I yeah. keep messing up on where I want to look at you, whether I want to look at you, uh, you on Instagram, which oh. is on my phone right here, or look at you on the on our, on our every other streaming service. So I'm going to do better to face forward here. Uh, do, have you seen the movie A Quiet Place? I have. What did you think of that? Uh, I mean, it, I, you know, I'm not, it was okay. Did you think I, it deserved 99% on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I think people like John Krasinski, you know what I mean? And they like Emily Blunt. So I, I think a lot of people just based on the, the characters and the actors. But these are professionals reviewing it, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, well, I know, but again, I still think that they base it off of these characters. I think the John, I, I think it's a solid movie. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. I didn't love it, so I guess it's somewhere in the middle for me. It's like a mediocre pizza. It's like a four, four eight. Well, okay, out of ten. Everyone knows the rules. Everybody knows the rules. <laughs> Everybody knows the rules. It's a four eight. It's the type of movie that gets a better score from snobs. That's right. Absolutely. About absolutely. Yeah, I mean people. I mean people like John Krasinski. You know, they like they love Emily Blunt. They're a power couple. They are in the same movie together. He directed it, right? So I mean, I, I feel like that's that kind of gives it some kind of like I don't know, power over all that stuff. Makes me want to puke. Okay. The fact that I get a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoever is judging that, no, just no. And you don't want to see me puke. It's a vile, vile moment. Dollar arm, by the way. That was a good movie. That was about with John Hamm. Remember, he was uh, out there looking for a baseball arm prospect in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, that comes at number 138 on this list. He didn't have to have to go to India. He could have just gone Billy to Dollar the suburbs of Chicago. Is higher rated than the Sandlot. What is? Million Dollar Arm is higher no. rated on this list. Close it out. Click X. Coach Carter is higher on this list. 
No. It's so <laughs> so frustrating to me. I, I know the blind side's number one thirty one. Uh, dude, I, I just uh, I, yeah, I know retro guy. We uh, we it sounds I, like we I, are three I, best friends. Dodgeball is rated higher. <laughs> I'm not looking at the screen until we just retract that from my brain that it ever happened. <laughs> How are you about to say that dodgeball is higher than the Sandlot? Dodgeball is higher than the Sandlot. You're tripping. You're on psychedelic not, drugs on a different planet. You want me to share the screen? If you want to. I mean, I can share the screen. Please I'm, do. You know what? Show the audience what you're seeing so people don't think that we're saying that these movies are, are above certain places. <laughs> Here's the screen. Again, here is Dodgeball. Dodgeball is number 126, as you can see right there. The Sandlot is right here at 142. <laughs> they didn't even have the sheer respect to put their faces. The new Karate Kid from 2010 is at 130 on this list. Uh, higher than the Sandlot? Higher than the Sandlot. The Sandlot is one of the best sports movies to ever grace the screen. Okay, <laughs> can, you can agree with that. I know you can. You are if retrograph. You're in your studio. I can send you a link. Uh, just shoot me your email. Um, I can send you a link. You can join us. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Invincible is 123. By the way, I liked Invincible. I don't know. You do not like it. Tara, <sighs> it's good. Blade Glory is on here. No, <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I'm taking off the headphones. Fuck that. No. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Blades of Glory. <laughs> Austin Goodman walked off the stage. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That is a load of bullshit. Remember the Titans is right below it. <laughs> That's not in the same conversation. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights is ranked higher than Remember the Titans. Look, I love Talladega Nights. I think it's absolutely hilarious. If you ain't first, you're last. That's right. Bobby, that's just stupid. You could be second. You could be third. Hell, you could even be fifth. But you're not going to be ranked higher than the Sandlot and everything else. I got radio early in the morning, but let's set it up for the next time, please. Hey, we'd love to have you on the show, man. <laughs> You know, it's it's not always it's not always roses and daisies and shit like this that we're doing, but it's a lot of fun, is what we're having. The Phenom ranked at one eighteen. Cool Runnings at one seventeen is a smack in the face. The Hammer, oh my God, the Hammer, the Hammer is rated higher than the Sandlot. That's with Adam Carolla playing some you know, half witted boxing guy who picks up boxing for like the first time ever. <laughs> this is Rotten Tomatoes. This is what you judge your movie watching off of, people. Just remember that. What we're going through right here. Safety. Actually, that's not, that's not a bad movie, actually. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's it's really not. But to be ranked 112th, Rudy is at 110. So yeah. what's in the top 20? Uh, the, let's, are we going to get there? I can pull Am it. I, are we going to get there before I want to just smack the screen? Uh, let's see. Number 20. The King of Kong, a fistful of quarters. More than enough. I've never heard of it before. Video game. Never heard of that in my life. Uh, Steve Weeby. Never heard of the actors. Win win. It's not a bad movie. Um, I don't. It's not top twenty. The no. next one wins. Rocky, also not top twenty. 
number 17. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's their first good movie that they put on there. Horse Feathers. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Changing the Game. Uh, no. Um, Murder Ball. I still have never seen Murder Ball. I, I, I keep seeing it in these lists. I've never seen it before. I, I have a list here that I'm writing movies to watch. Robert and, Nero in Raging Bull. Raging Bull is a good movie. Oh, um, what was it? Murder Ball, Jonathan? Murder yeah, Ball? Is, was, it came out in 2005. 2005 Murder Ball. I, I know Tabby's watching right now. Tabby, we got to watch a couple of these movies, all right? We've got Hoop Dreams. Again, that one came up. End the Summer is number 11. Bull Durham, number 10. Maiden. Uh, this is, I'm assuming, about some kind of a sailing, a sailing movie. Number nine, National Velvet. Never heard of it. Never heard of that in my life. Moneyball is number seven. Moneyball is number seven on this list. Free Solo. Um, oh, you said National what? National Velvet. National Velvet. Hot Take Raging Bull is overrated. I- I'm not saying that's why it's not in my top 20. Oh, man. <laughs> so, it's not in my top 20 either, but yeah. I mean, hot fighting take for sure. Fighting with the Family is one of the top five greatest movies of all time. To- sorry, top five, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Now, this is a WWE movie uh, starring the girl from Florence Pugh. It's got The Rock in it and Vince Vaughn. It's not a bad movie, but to be in the top five of the greatest movies of all time, is oh my god <laughs> wow the wrestler great movie the only reason that movie is great for me is marissa tomei in that movie i wow. i don't anyone see who, anyone who's seen that movie knows what i'm talking about i tanya <laughs> number three the tanya Harding oh. number three. Oh. Number two and number one is ford versus ferrari now great movie uh again it did not make it into my top 20 what kind of off the wall? They just wanted off the wall movies for that, right? Definitely. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. It's like giving a quiet place 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. That yeah. clearly really offended me. Okay. It, it did. Clearly. It, I mean, go look up what, like, freaking, uh, uh, Lion King is ranked on Rotten Tomatoes. And you tell me that it should be ranked that low. No. How no. do you feel about the Lion King? Which one? The the, the, the first one, the OG, yeah. triple OG, the one where you still had normal colored hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is auto driving or auto racing. I think auto racing is still considered sports. So 93% of Rotten Tomatoes is what they gave the original Lion King. I mean, Lion King is great. It should be 99. It should I, be 100. I, I, there was one that I saw in there with 100%. How do you even I, get that? I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Would they give the last take 100%? Probably. Hell yeah, it would. I'd give it 101 <laughs> if I could. D- don't you start yawning on me now. Oh, I'm sorry, man, but I'm since 7 o'clock this morning, like I say. All right, so um, it's 10 o'clock, and I want to get into my top 10. Okay. Okay. Um, after When I get to my number one, I'll do the last take um, on this. So coming in at number 10 on my top 10 greatest sports movies of all time number 10 friday night lights friday yeah. night lights is number 10 that's solid number 9 a league of their own love that movie okay it's a great inspirational movie for women young girls it's got all the things you'd want in a sports movie 
Number eight, retrograde will appreciate this. Hoosiers, number eight. It's not number one. Once upon a time, it would have been number one, but number eight. That's a solid score for that movie. Number seven, Field of Dreams. What was number eight for you? Hoosiers, you said? Hoosiers comes in at number eight. Okay. In 1986, Gene Hackman. It's a mm-hmm. loosely based story on a team based out of uh, Milan, Indiana. Field we'll call of it real. Dreams. We'll call huh? it real. We'll call it real. Hashtag overrated Friday Night Lights. All right, retro guy. Let, let's be real here for a second. It's not overrated. That's a good movie. It's a really good movie. I That's actually a tearjerker. We show better. So, Feel the Dreams comes in at number seven. Love that movie. We're actually going to watch that tomorrow night as a family. Okay. Kids haven't watched it yet. We're going to show that to them tomorrow. Um, coming in at number six, which really good, 42. Jackie yep. Robinson. Mm-hmm. You know, Jackie Robinson, the story of Jackie Robinson. Um, you know, that that story transcends time. Uh, I thought, you know, great acting, great movie. Uh, it had everything that you'd want in a great sports movie. Okay. So before you jump into your top five, I'm gonna do my 10 through six, and then you do your five through five through two. Yep, and then I'll do my five through two, and then we'll do our last takes as number one. Fair enough. You go with that? All right. So my number 10, number 10 is Cool Runnings. Great movie. Cool Runnings, number 10. Uh, Honorable mention, I already said, is Tommy's Honor. Uh, If you haven't checked out that movie, go and check it out. Phenomenal movie. Um, My number nine, overall, The Replacements. Now, this movie has a special place in my heart. I know that it's going to bother some people that it's in my top 10. My uh, fraternity pledge class name was The Replacements, Replacement 16. So, therefore, The Replacements is number nine on my list. Retro guys saying, why does baseball make the best sports movies compared to other sports? I I disagree. I think that some of the some of the best sports movies uh, are either about football or hockey, but that that's how I feel. Well, that's just how I feel. A lot of hockey sports movies made. Sure. Uh, there has. If I think about, I mean, I, I'm not saying if you look at all of the historical movies, it's been mostly baseball, baseball, basketball, football. Well, baseball and basketball, are the two oldest sports. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that probably helps. I mean, when you're making a movie in 1926, then right, you know right. you only have a few things to base things off. That's a um, so that's just that. So number eight, I have Bad News Bears. And if you don't appreciate that being in the top ten, then come on, man. That's a phenomenal movie. Great series. But really, the original is is just amazing. Remember the to texas the the houston dome the astro dome yeah <laughs> hockey pass <laughs> pass missouri doesn't exist they yeah you know it baseball team to go to the astro dome other than the bad the bad news bears from california <laughs> people in dallas don't even know they have a team it's uh, true it's true they but if you actually go to those games they're pretty fun so uh <laughs> we've probably seen each other there retro guys so uh my number seven overall is remember the titans great movie um there's no ifs ands or buts that that's a top 10 sports movie of all time and then number six for me is friday night lights 
and you could call it overrated. You could say that that's not, you know, one of your favorite movies of all time, Friday night lights. And especially the fact that they, um, that they weren't, oh man, he's a Blackhawks fan, dude. Well, he, he's from like Oklahoma. So, I mean, chances are, you know, aren't you, I think originally from Oklahoma, that's why it says retro guy. OKC. <laughs> I don't know. But, I um, cry in Titans every time. Absolutely. I Friday night lights is also a tearjerker, man. I mean, that's one of those where, you know, you want this team to succeed. Um, watch the movie. That's Tim McGraw's it. First ever movie as an actor. Yeah. And just a stud. I know he did a great job in the movie. You know, the, the, this is where varsity blues. We haven't talked about varsity blues, but varsity blues is very similar to that of Friday Night Lights. You know, it, it, obviously, it, it it came it showed more of the you know the I would say the more the comedic side, right? The the raunchy side of being a high school athlete in in Texas. Mm-hmm. But I felt like Friday Night Lights was more grit. You know, it was it, it it didn't seem political as much political from the player standpoint as it was in the other one in Varsity Blues. But I think Varsity Blues could have been a great movie, could have been in this conversation. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It, it could have been. It, it very well could. I, th- I think it, you could call it. I say anything that isn't for me in the top 15 would be in the top, you know, in the top 30 if yeah. we're going to bring it up here. Or you're just a wash away, you know, the, the fact that they have top 100 lists, wow. like chill out a little bit. All right. There's no, you, you can't be like comparing a movie that's ranked 115 to a movie that is ranked at number 20 yeah. on the all time sports movies list. Um, the movies in my top five, I think people are going to be really upset about Probably. what I have in my top five. And I'm okay with that. Me too. I'm okay with that though. But I, I loved these movies through two. So five through two right now. Yes, five so through two. two. Yep. Okay. So number five for me on this list. It's a hockey movie. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Number five, the miracle coming out in 2004. Great movie. Um, you know, I will just everything about that movie for me just it makes you get pumped and excited about 1980 hockey. Uh, and what Team USA was able to accomplish over the ultra-superior Team Russia. And that that Russian team was absolutely amazing. They were unbelievable. The, the U.S. team had no business beating them. And that's why it's such a great, great movie. Number and a great real-life thing that happened. Life. And it, it, this one, that one hit every single one of my criteria. True story, inspirational, realistic, and transcends time. Every single one of them. Number four, Any Given Sunday. Great Any movie. Given Sunday, Al Pacino. You know, the, the, the famous speech in the locker room, you know, every inch, you know. There's that, I remember that speech. It's a great inspirational speech. Never forget that. Any Given Sunday. Number three, coming at number three, a movie from 1993, a story of a young player with no talent, no athletic capability whatsoever. Five foot nothing. Got the greatest degree, the greatest college in the country, Notre Dame. Rudy, number three. <laughs> number three. Greatest is, college in the country, huh? 
That's what they said. That's what I'm thinking. I'm remember he's standing outside. Uh, the, the the grounds crewman comes up and he's all like, "Why are you feeling sorry for yourself?" You're I'm just making sure nothing. that you didn't feel that way. You know, you're five foot nothing. You know, you weigh hundred and nothing. You know, <laughs> you, you you stood with the, the the most you know competitive football team in the country for three years. You know, you don't owe mm-hmm. anyone nothing. <laughs> um and then coming in at number two number two on this list you know just based on everything that we're going through even in this world today um the songs remember the titans number two I just, you know, just that movie, you know, walking through and, and, and Denzel Washington, they're running through, you know, the, the places where they had the Civil War battles. And they're talking about how there were young men that died here. You have to come together here, you know, um, and, and having, you know, the, their linebacker um, who also then went on to play um, in, in the, the Sons of Anarchy, you know, talk about going from one movie to a, a great TV show. Um, you know, he. Uh, Bertier was is a Bertier, yeah, Bertier. You know, he got in that car accident. He was, you know, just that whole movie, man, just gives me the chills. Shakes you at the core. It does. I watched Shook my, my like a dog. <laughs> what movie is that from? Uh, what's what you say? Shh. He, I'm gonna shake you like a dog. <laughs> Do you know? I don't know. Talladega Nights. Oh yeah, okay. They're they're sitting at the at the uh, dinner table. And they're talking to to the uh to Ricky or to Ricky's wife's father. Oh yeah. Just, just bombarding him. Remember remember when remember when they're in Monsters Inc. What you talking about? I don't know. We're talking about sports movies here. I don't know. Maybe she's just asking about <laughs> it's a good movie. My cousin actually d- d- directed Monsters University. So that's pretty cool. He also directed Onward. So it was a, a story based off of his life. His father. So interesting. Yeah. Well, Monsters Inc. is a great movie. It's don't get me wrong. It's not a sports movie, but great. No. Movie. <laughs> so, but then I mean, comment nonetheless. Didn't you say oh, I mean like a dog? See, oh, right? she's she's taking lyrics. Are are you, you gotta be careful with your dialogue yeah. or uh, Austin? You're gonna get yourself in trouble. Yeah. Take 15, TKC 15. She got you. <laughs> Tabitha Karina Cortez 15. That's who uh-huh. that is. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. So as soon as I walk out of the studio, she's gonna be like, "What? What are you doing over there? What are you? Oh, what are you, what are what you even that? doing?" Hey, um, what's your top? Uh, your five through two. Five through two. Okay. So number five, I got one of the greats. So all all these five for me, it's actually like five with a couple of extras. So it's number five is the Sandlot because the Sandlot is just amazing i mean when they put in the chaw and they go on the on the uh on the freaking uh ride and you know i every part of it it's announced um by uh what's his bucket they got the main character basically the entire movie but from his older years yep and there's just from beginning to end it's feel good it's real life it's something that you 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 probably did experience if you grew up around that time now of course the size of the beast is not you know is not real life and you can't really but they brought that even into perspective towards the end of the movie yeah and, and the meaning of the beast 
the meaning of the Sandlot. So it's just for me, easy top five movie. Um, you know, it's not something that's going to make you cry every time you watch it. It's something that's going to make you happy every time you watch it. And that's what you want, especially with the big race between uh, Benny the Jet and the Beast and, you know, just the whole squad. It's awesome. Number four, and this is where people are going to start not liking me so much, and I'm okay with that. Number four for me is Happy Gilmore. Yes, I said it. Happy Gilmore. I love that movie. Nine o'clock on the ninth tee or the ninth green at the ninth tee at nine o'clock, all that at just, you know, the whole shooter McGavin and happy Gilmore and Chubbs and all these guys coming together in one of the most ridiculous sports movies that you'll ever see, but it will always leave you with a good laugh. And it had the feel good moment of him and that reporter girl, you know, come it's an America fell in love with Julie Bowen. Yeah, and rightfully so. And one of the funniest lines in that movie uh, is when, uh, what's his face? Um, oh my gosh, the audience is going to hate me for this one. Uh, 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 he plays the, not the janitor, but the, the guy that runs the old folks home. Um, starts with an R. It's at the tip of my tongue. Are you, are you talking about, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Dodgeball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're... you're, you're... <laughs> Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller. Yes, not with an R. Sorry. <laughs> ben Stiller. When Ben Stiller says to Happy Gilmore's grandmother, she's like, my fingers hurt. And he's like, well, your back's about to hurt, too, because you just pulled landscaping duty. It's like that. Sh- it's the it small. Happy Gilmore's grandmother was another character in there. It wasn't her. It wasn't grandma. What was that? It wasn't actually her. It was somebody else. Because there's another lady in there. She's complaining, and she's like, "Now you're on. Now you're on guard." Right. It what? It what? You're right. I'm completely wrong. I'm completely wrong. But the line is correct. But the line is correct. No, he's uh, like, "Okay, ladies, now we, we uh, okay, guys, we're gonna extend arts and crafts today by four hours." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My fingers hurt. Oh, oh good. Now your back's gonna hurt too. Mister Mister. Mista, 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 Mista. The the, the uh, uh, air conditioning unit falls on her. So that's number I, four on your list. Uh, yes, that that is that is number four on my list. The Mighty Ducks trilogy comes in at number three. The three Mighty Ducks movies coming in at number three. I grew up playing hockey. I grew up loving the Mighty Ducks. We literally watched the Mighty Ducks trilogy on the way to multiple hockey tournaments. Wow. Just to get us going. Okay. Mighty Ducks and Mighty Ducks 2. I know a lot of people don't like the third Mighty Ducks or even like the series, but it changed the way that people respected hockey. Mighty Ducks, in my eyes, has to be in a top three conversation, and it is number three on my list of all-time greatest sports movies. And then I flipped the script back to the feel-good, to the to the heartbreak movies, to the sad movies, to the movies that you're going to look at, and you're going to cry. And if you don't cry, you don't have a soul. Number two on my list is The Blind Side. And I didn't give it a chance until relatively recently. I'm like, nah, no, I don't want that. I don't want that crap. The Blind Side is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It 
Dude, I could cry right now thinking about what happens on the blind side. <laughs> what they gave this kid, which is a real true story, made it to the NFL. Yeah. What they gave that kid was a second chance at life. You know, they they're when she questions, like, where are you going? When he's walking in the rain, he wasn't going anywhere because he didn't have anywhere to go. That shit, like, it really got me, man. <laughs> like, it really get, it could get me right now. Like, just even thinking about it. <laughs> he didn't have anywhere to go. And the way that he was just a tidy person and, you know, he would put his stuff, you know, all uh, nice and neat back on the couch and just, uh, and Tabby will take credit. I'll take credit for Blindside Austin. Yes. Credit to Tabitha for showing me the true top two movie in sports history of the blind side. Cause yeah, I, I balled my little eyes out to that. That's a fact. So, yeah. So Jonathan, we've come down to the point. What is your last take? What is your greatest sports movie of all time? It's a great question. As a kid, you know, I would get home from school and I wouldn't, I, I would literally go in the house. Uh, I would throw my book bag, you know, in a corner, my room, wherever. I probably would change. Um, and then I would run outside. Um, and from, you know, the time I got home from school until it was dark, I was outside playing sports. Um, it was street hockey. Uh, sometimes we pick up golf clubs in this big open lot behind one of our houses and just start hitting and firing off drivers, uh, you know, in the backyard, sometimes hitting houses off in the distance. Um, you know, playing soccer at the local elementary school. Um, I remember those childhood moments, moments very vividly. So this movie for me is like, it all encompasses and brings you back to that moment when you were a kid playing catch with your friends playing pickle in the backyard, right? Over and over again, you know, um, trying to gather enough people to play a game of baseball. The Sandlot is the number one movie on my list because it reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of what it was like to be a child. And every time I watch that movie, I go back in time to when I was a child. Now, I didn't grow up in the, the set. I think it takes place in the 60s, um, 70s. Obviously, I wasn't raised in the seventies, right? So I, <laughs> I think it was the sixties. Um, yeah, but it I, was I, it was way back when. Yeah. So I mean, it, but I, it just brings you back to when you were a kid and you're playing these, these sports, these pickup sports with your friends, basketball. I mean, for us, mainly for us, when I was a child, it was street hockey. We were on our rollerblades. We played street hockey. That's what we did. Uh, you know, and 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 then sometimes we played tennis, and sometimes we played basketball, and then there was football in there. The Sandlot is, you could take the Sandlot and throw any sport really in there. And I think it would still hit. Um, and that's why for me, the Sandlot is number one. And I, I think it's important that I specify why, for me, looking at these lists of movies, 20 and down and, and top 10 and whatever, is each one of these movies, they have an impact on us. They, they hit us at our core. Mm -hmm. Remember the Titans. If you can't get emotional watching Remember the Titans, when at the end of that season, 
Coach Yost and and and, and Herman, Coach Herman Boone were holding the football together, and they're like, "You're a Hall of Famer in my book." How do you not go? Oh my God, what a you know? How is that not impactful to you? Mm -hmm. The Blind Side, that whole story about a family taking in someone who wasn't being taken care of. You know, what an unbelievable story. Dude, it gets I'm you serious. Know, unbelievable. It, it gets me legitimately emotional even thinking about the movie, just, let alone watching unbelievable it. Unbelievable story. You know, Rudy, a kid who came from nothing and worked his ass off with no talent, nothing, and was able to find his way into a game against George, I think it was Georgia Tech, where he got his tackle for Notre Dame. I mean, you know, just you think about these moments they are inspirational. They, they get you going They They have grit, you know, there's determination. I mean, talk about overcoming adversity. These movies are all about that. And, and that's why for me, you know, and that's why I think it's different for everybody because we all look at things differently. You know, we, we saw retro guy. He was talking about how like gridiron gang, gridiron gang is a great movie. You know, it's inspirational. It's a true story, but it all hits us differently. The Blind Side wasn't even in my top 20, but it's still a great movie. Yeah. You know, so uh, The Sandlot for me is my number one greatest sports movie of all time because it takes me back to when I was a child. And now, sir, I leave it to you. So, my, uh, my number one movie, the greatest sports movie, in my eyes. And for me, there's really not a close second. I'll start it there. Is Miracle. Miracle, for me, and for a lot of people that I know, is the greatest sports movie of all time. Every time I watch Miracle, at the very end, Herb Brooks, he embraces with his wife. He, they they embrace like they lock eyes. And she, she just knew that he needed his moment. And he went back underneath the, uh, behind the ice. And he just had that moment where he stuck his hands up in the air. Multiple times. And then he finally sat down and broke. That moment for me is one of the most inspirational sports movie moments, sports moments from the 1984 Miracle Team that has ever happened in history. It is, or 1980 Miracle Team, I'm sorry. Uh, 1980 Miracle Team. It's great that I just got that wrong. 1980. <laughs> saw, I saw 1984 pop up on my, uh, on my screen in another capacity. 1980 miracle hockey team that beat the Soviets. I just want to read off a couple of quotes from that movie. And th these are all very real accounts of what happened during that time, because it was such a strong, impactful time in America and across the world. Her Brooks, Kurt Russell, in that movie said, I got a telegram from a lady in Texas today. You know what it said? Patty Brooks said what? Her Brooks beat those commie bastards. It had bigger meaning than the sport of hockey. 
it had bigger meaning than sports in general than the Olympics. It had meaning about this country, about the United States of America. That's why when Herb would send him down again, again, again. And he kept asking the question, who do you play for? I play for the University of, of Connecticut. I play for University of Minnesota. Michael Ruzioni was named captain of that 1980 miracle team because he finally understood and got it. He said, Michael Ruzioni, Coach Herb Brooks says, who do you play for? I play for the United States of America. And every single time I watch that movie, and not just at the end, throughout, I tear up. It is that impactful for me. Because there are so many messages. Herb Brooks didn't get to see the movie Miracle. He lived it. They put that at the very end. And that is just such a moving moment. When you realize that the coach, the guy that that the entire movie is based off of, didn't get to see the movie, but no, he lived it. And that is why Miracle is my number one greatest sports movie of all time. Because the boys ended up getting it. And they ended up getting that victory. And they all ended up on that podium together at the 1980 Olympics as gold medal champions. And that's why Miracle is number one. Wow. Uh, it, it, a Miracle is in my top five. It was number five for me. Um, it, it strikes all the same things with me. Uh, it's true. Um, you know, it, it has all the characteristics of a great and perfect movie. And, you know, the... Uh, the ramifications of what was going on during that time period with gas shortages, what was going on with Russia and, and, and everything. Um, no question uh, that that movie will continue to transcend time and generations. So it's a great movie and it's a great number one. Um, now, there's a, this is one of those things where I don't think you can get it wrong. No. You know, this isn't. Unless little, you're putting dodgeball at number one, then you got it wrong. Well, I, I <laughs> to each of us look at movies differently. Right. You know, I, I'm a big movie guy. So for me, I know the actors, the actresses. I know what the movies are. I, I try to pay attention to these things. Um, so for me, um, I, I, I think I have a little bit better knowledge of it than, than maybe most people might have. But that doesn't mean that what I'm doing is right or what you're doing is right or wrong. I think that list of 150, the people on Rotten Tomatoes, they got it wrong. Um, I'm sorry, they got it wrong. Um, there's no re reason why Dodgeball should ever be beating Rudy. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Um, that's that's I'm sorry, but that's that's it's because they took emotion out of it. They, they took emotion out of it and they, they but that is the number one reason why you rank a movie higher than another. It's true. It, 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 if it does like if we were to have a conversation about the greatest movies, not sports, but the greatest movies of all time, we would be having conversation. You know, there are lots of movies out there that are really good. Uh, that did really well at the box office. But does that make him a great movie? You know, how often have we gone to a movie and you, all the ratings are, this is terrible, and you go there, and you're like, this is good. This is really good. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so I, I think that, again, it, all of it strikes different emotions. And um, for me, 
Uh, this is uh, you know, the reason why I did what I did was because of those those characteristics that I was looking for, uh, and that's why I'm doing this. But so here's here's what's coming up next. Next week, uh, we we touched on a little bit, uh, but next week, I want to get into what it's like to be a Detroit Lions fan. You know, I, <sighs> I, I want to get into that. Um, you know, we the uh, the different stages of being a Detroit Lions fan. Right. Um, the emotion, right? How at the beginning of a game, you're optimistic. Before kickoff, the lines, this is their day. And then sometime around halftime, you become not as optimistic, you know. Um, and, and then you come to the second half, and you know, you're just you're 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 falling down this line of pessimism, and you're like, no, this they, they're now they're gonna lose. Now you turn the game off almost. Now you're just maybe not even looking at the game anymore and then all of a sudden like the last five minutes of the game you're like oh shit this is a game you know what i mean this this is a game only to be let down again over and over and, and over again just so everybody knows we're not being homers by asking this question there is one franchise in all major sports just one that is the detroit lions yeah, there isn't another failure, isn't another how did they even lose that game? Another where it just constantly is repeated and like thrown in your face. Browns were mediocre because they were just mediocre. The Detroit Lions have found the most creative and most controversial ways to lose football games that you've ever seen. I, I mean, it's uncomprehendable comprehensible I don't know the word you're right to, to be able to understand what we've gone through I mean to to sit here on a Monday night football game some I don't know five years ago Monday night watching the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions and you're watching as this game is unfolding we get a an incomplete pass uh, next thing you know a, a a referee is throwing a flag for a you know player face mask on Aaron Rodgers that leads to a Hail Mary throw that ended up being completed for a touchdown to win that game for the Green Bay Packers. Going down is one of the greatest endings in football history. There was a rule that was created around the lines. The Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson complete the catch rule. There's no question in anyone's mind he caught that ball. But for some reason... In the back right corner of the Chicago Bears end zone, that was a catch. And it led to the Lions going 0-16. It did. It did. So it changed sports. Too is some of the greatest comebacks as well. So there are so many layers of being a Lions fan, and we have to dissect that. So next week, right here on The Last Take, we are going to look at the Detroit Lions and what it's like to be a fan. And uh, I'm going to ask all my friends who happen to be Lions fans as well for their input. I want them to get involved in this. I've got lots of friends who are Lions fans. So uh, we will get into this. We will have a conversation and um, look forward to that here next Wednesday night, right here at 9.15 Eastern here on the Oprah Network. If you haven't done this yet, please make sure you subscribe to us right now. Hit that bell. That way you're notified every time we go live or we add new content. I'm adding between three and four videos a day to this platform every day in the form of shorts, in the form of 10-minute recaps. Our recap of this show will be out here tomorrow morning. So please make sure you do that. We are all available on Apple Music 
Amazon Music, Spotify. We're available everywhere there as well. So please make sure you're following with us. Make sure you're getting engaged with us. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you back here next week here at the same time. Guys, thank you very much. As always, go green. Go green. And go Detroit Lions. And we'll talk here next Wednesday right here on the last take presented by the Open Row Network. See you next week.